Welcome to the Amplify You podcast with your host, me, moi, Danielle, where I interview entrepreneurs from all different types of businesses and share their story and amplify them. I am so excited to share each and every one of them with you. And maybe you're going through an entrepreneurial journey and you might see yourself within them and that might help help elevate you. So I'm stoked. I hope you are. So stay tuned. This is going to be an incredible ride. Welcome, welcome back. I am so excited that you guys are here. And today I have an incredible human with me. Um, I knew I had to reach out to him because he has created an incredible impact on his social media and with his family. I have um, Kenneth here and I am going to pass you the mic and kind of just give a little intro of yourself and we'll we'll go from there. For sure, Danielle. Thank you so much for having me on uh, your podcast and, you know, for sharing your audience and everything with me. Um, So happy to meet everybody that is listening. Um, My name is Kenneth Allen Thomas, also known as Kenny Clutch, the dancing dad on the Internet. Um, I I guess I'll get into a little bit of how I got the name, uh, the dancing dad. I I am a husband and a father of four with one on the way. My wife is due uh, any day at this point right now with our fifth child. Um, so my oldest is 18. We have a 13 year old son, eight year old Christian, um, who has down syndrome actually, which we'll talk about him as well too. Uh, he's five. And then we have our, our, our next born child is going to be, uh, coming on. We're not born yet, but he'll be on the way. So yeah. Um, dancer by trade for 20 years and now a, uh, personal, uh, personal and leadership development coach. Um, so that's what I do now for for a living, going around speaking, telling our story, inspiring the world, um, looking to make change in any way that I can, impacting everyone on a day to day basis, and making sure I empty out myself um, throughout the day so that I don't leave anything on the table. So yeah, that's kind of like a little small intro of who I am. I, I love that, and I kind of want to get into the whole aspect of well, like what made you become this like dancing dad. First of all, yeah. Like what? So, yeah. So, so the dancing day came about um, about four years ago now. Um, my my youngest son Christian, who's now five, at eighteen months old, he was diagnosed. I'm sorry, at fourteen months old, he was diagnosed with uh, AMKL, which is leukemia. So Christian was born with trisomy twenty one. Trisomy twenty one basically means that you have three copies of the same chromosome gene, which is the twenty first chromosome. Um, so normally you get 23 from mom, 23 from dad, and then, um, you know, that makes 46, but Christian now has 47 chromosomes. He was born with it. Uh, at that time he had a rare blood disorder, Mm -hmm. that blood disorder, um, you know, let, you know, had him born with a very, very low platelet count. Platelets are what clots your blood for those that don't know. So in the event that you get a paper cut or something like that, all your red blood cells rush to that area of the body to clot the blood so that you don't continuously bleed. Um, Christian only had about maybe 15,000 platelets. You know, Danielle, you and I, we probably have somewhere around hundreds of thousands of platelets, maybe like 200, 300,000, maybe even more than that um, flowing through our bodies. And Christian did not have that. So he was in the NICU for about 10 days when he was first born. Uh, and he had um, maybe 15,000. They wouldn't let him leave until he was above 50. So that was the number that they were looking to shoot for. A lot of transfusions, things in that nature. Um, so, you know, they they said that with this disorder that it could lead to leukemia later on in life, which it did. We just didn't know it was going to be that soon, which was 14 months. So 
uh, 14 months go in, we, you know, where our, our, our normal routine was really taking Christian to the hospital every, you know, at least twice or maybe sometimes three times a week just to get his blood work drawn. Mm-hmm. You know, the poor kid was getting poked like every, every couple of days just to continuously check his, his, his blood. And, um, you know, it just kind of became our, our normal. Um, at the time, we were just kind of used to it. We were thinking like, this is probably just going to be life. But then one day shifted where his hematologist said, listen, I think that you should go to CHOP in Philadelphia to get a second opinion. So we're thinking that everything is going to be regular. We're going to go there. We'll be in and out in about 45 minutes or so. Um, they're not going to find anything. And we're going to go to Dave and Buster's, have a good time because my kids had just got out of school. They did great in school at the time. And we said, you know what? Let's celebrate. Everybody got good grades. Dave and Buster's on me. And 45 minutes actually turned into 32 days straight in the hospital. So what I want people to understand is, is that sometimes in life, you know, things are not going to go your way, right? Um, and sometimes in life, things are just not fair, right? And, you know, my Spanish teacher used to tell me, hey, listen, you know, life's not fair. It's a jungle out there. Dog eat dog. A real rat race fair is what you pay to ride the bus. But it's all about how we react to um, the type of adversity that we face, right? You're not in control of what happens, but you are in charge. I said it again. You're not in control of what happens, but you are in charge, meaning you're in charge of how you react. You're in charge of how you respond. You're you're in charge of how you direct the situation. I knew that I wasn't in control of the cancer, you know, hitting my son or my family, but I was in charge on how I was going to react based off of, you know, who I am as an individual and as a person, my family cannot see me in distress. They can't see me, um, you know, in this moment right now, they just can't see that because that is going to bring an energy that we don't want um, to bring on to our son. Uh, So, you know, 45 minutes in, 45 minutes, you know, they uh, took our son, said, hey, listen, um, we're going to have to rush your son down to the emergency room right away because he has AMKL leukemia. And at that point in time, I, you know, Danielle, I pretty much left the room. Mm-hmm. I left the room, not in, not in worry, not in fear, but I left the room, you know, to go pray. I had to like, you know, lean on my faith. And that's exactly what I did at that point in time. And to get my play call, what am I going to do as a leader? Right. Again, we're not in control, but we are in charge. Um, so yeah, that is how, so I, how I got the name, the dancing dad, seven days in, I would dance with my son. Um, you know, just to, you know, lift his spirits up. And actually funny story is that he, uh, you know, when you have, um, special needs the the state provides a bunch of different resources and everything for you. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you had musical therapy, occupational therapy, physical therapy, all this stuff. So the musical therapists, they come into the hospital room to keep everything going because Christian was already getting this. So now he has an, an entirely new team. Mm-hmm. So they come in and um, I remember telling the doctor before we even, um, before chemo even hits his body, I don't care if you're a nurse, a doctor, a tech, I don't care if you're a tarantula, you got to come in here with a positive attitude. It's all about positivity, you know, any way, shape or form. It's got to be positive. And I remember the, the, the musical therapist and everything coming in and Danielle, honestly, the music was killing me. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, this is not, this is not, this is not it. This is not it. This is not it. It was killing me. And if it was killing me, I know it was, it was like, you know, like Mm -hmm. harming my son. So I said, listen, guys, 
Remember how I said positive, right? <laughs> Anybody that comes in this room has got to have a positive atmosphere. So listen, I'm going to need you guys to go. I will handle the music part, okay? Mm-hmm. You, the PT, OT, all that stuff, you guys got it. No problem. But music and dance and all that stuff, let dad handle that. Mm-hmm. And besides, I, I, I owned a dance studio at the time and I had to shut my dance studio down to care for my son. So me and my wife are in, in, the, in the hospital room with him. I said, listen, if we're going to be in this hospital room. We might as well make the best of it and have some fun while we're doing it. So I told my wife to turn on some James Brown and we started getting funky. You yes. know? So, uh, and at that point, that was the first time Christian actually sat up by himself, mm-hmm. which was so amazing because normally people that um, that have Down syndrome, they have low muscle tone. Mm-hmm. So normally you see um, children, they're able to sit up within what, six, six months, eight months. They're able to sit up by themselves and they have their core together. Mm-hmm. But Christian, it took, it, 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 it took not only that, it also even with the chemotherapy, which was supposed to make him weak, tired, and things of that nature. No, he sat up and started bouncing and started moving and started grooving with dad. Mm -hmm. So we would post these videos to let everybody know, hey, we're good to go. Everything is fine. Please keep it positive. We don't want anybody crying and weeping and stuff like that. We're going to be fine. And next thing you know, these videos started going viral. And I got coined the nickname, The Dancing Dad. I want to let that all breathe so everybody who's listening can really feel everything that you were, that you were saying. And I kind of want to get into you and your wife, right? Mm -hmm. Dealing, dealing with all this, Mm. how as a partnership, how did you keep each other going? Because I know, I know that could be hard. It was, it was tough. It was tough. Um, Mm. But a threefold cord is not easily broken. Mm. I want everybody to remember that. A threefold cord is not easily broken. So our foundation, you know, is, you know, we 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 believe in, in in the most high. We believe in God. We believe that, all right, if God is in the mix of what we're doing in our marriage, nothing can break that. Right? See, it's easy to to take two strands and tie them together, and it's easy to unwrap that. But, you know, for any woman that has had braids in their hair, you know, it's not the easiest to take these braids out sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. It's not the easiest thing in the world, you know, to get them out, especially if you got a whole design going on. So we knew that. And me being, you know, who I am, um, how I was brought up, how I was raised, um, being in, in situations where I had to overcome adversity, um, being where I, where I come from, my wife as well too. We we had to stay, you know, uh, steadfast on our faith. We had to make sure that we had we had to stay sober minded. That's a big one. Being being able to stay sober minded, especially because you're dealing with your child, this is not an easy thing. You'd rather switch places if you had to, yeah. right? You wouldn't want your child to go through anything anything like that. So the one thing that I I remember telling my wife, and I use it till this day, and I want everyone that's listening to write this down. We, I always said, when we change the mind, we change the game. Mm-hmm. When we change the mind, we change the game. Okay. Everything was mental for us. Everything. Like there is nothing that we can do physically that can, you know, pretty much save our son, but everything had to do from a, from an outside perspective. Mentally, 
we had to make sure that the mindset was was at an all-time high. Because if not, then that's when things can get shaky. Okay. I, I, I'll give you an example. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, I was at this Tony Robbins event. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, for those that know Tony Robbins, they know that he is crazy. Yep. <laughs> so oh, yes. that dude is nuts. <laughs> right. So yep. we so I so he 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 makes us do this. Um well, he didn't make us do it. We had to sign a waiver to do it, but we sign up to do this firewalk. Uh-huh. Yep. I know the firewalk. Right? So you know well. the firewalk, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. we sign up to do the firewalk. And when we signed up to do the firewalk, there's just one thing that's in my mind, mm-hmm. right? If I, inside my mind, have any doubt, I'm going to get burned. Mm -hmm. But if I know for a fact that, and I'm not fearful of the fire that I'm about to walk on, Mm -hmm. then I can't be touched, right? The thing is, is that we have to understand that there are, there is about 10 feet between you and your destiny, 10 feet between you and your ultimate goal. The question is, is are you willing to walk through the fire to go get it, right? So mm-hmm. as, as we're going through this thing with, with me and my wife, you know, we, we stayed and we say, we're going to go through the fire together, no matter what. We're going to the, we're gonna go through the fire together. We're going we're gonna to make it. We're going to get there. We're going to lean on, our, on, our, on our, uh, our inner circle. We're going to lean on the people that we know that are going to have our back no matter what. Remember that proximity is power. You know, yep. who are the people that ha- that you have close to you that can help you along this area? And we weren't afraid to be vulnerable enough to lean on those people that that um, we needed the most. I think from everything that you said, I think a key point that you just said was that you didn't you weren't afraid to lean. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, you know, I, I hope that, you know, those couples that are maybe going through a similar situation as you or, you know, because the percentage is high of of divorce rate when this type of stuff happens. I don't want to get into that, but it's it's, yeah. it's true. Yeah. So, and I and I think it is important, and I and I want to honor you in in your vulnerability to be able to, for you both to be able to to be like that and lean on those that are you know that you know want to support because I don't think and those people that are trying to support don't know how to support, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And as you're talking, you remind me so much of of Trent Shelton. Like I can, I can. It's listen, my guy. I like. I yeah. literally can like <laughs> listen to. I already can listen to you for days. Like I just like. Oh, Thank you. Everything is just going into my soul. But yeah. um, I kind of want to get into this mental health aspect, right? And Absolutely. I saw you post about Twitch, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the world was extremely affected mm-hmm. by by his passing. Um, and I, I think I'm thinking that you were close with him. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, we were, we were, uh, pretty, pretty good friends. Yeah. So what would you like? I'm trying to figure out the phrasing for this because mental health, it's a thing, right? And when these types of things happen, like there's always people that are saying, were there warnings? Were there, was there this, was there that, but like, what can you share when things like this happen, how do you keep, how do you keep going? And, mm. you know, cause you, there, there are people out there that like see this and they, they start getting, they, they start getting down on themselves. Yeah. I think that what's really, really important for anyone is you got to get a strong dose of self-reflection. 
Mm-hmm. And when you when you do that and self-analyze who you are, I think that you are able to see where you're at so that you can know where you're going. Right. And the thing is, is that oftentimes we can get so caught up in everyday life that we forget where we're at. Mm-hmm. And that right there can be disheartening. It could be detrimental long term because you are so much focused on helping everyone else that you're not putting your mask on first using a cliche term mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and helping helping yourself so in twitch's case i'm not sure exactly what was going on if i'm being honest mm-hmm. i'm not sure and we don't and with any of these cases we never really really know because guess what unfortunately the person is not here to tell the story correct yeah. what we can do moving forward is not just check in, but stay in. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we, we, we always get to these, we hear these tragedies that happen and there, there's a wake up call for a moment. But the question really becomes is that when all the excitement has fizzled out, are you still there? Mm-hmm. We get all the tributes, we get all the, the, Honoring this person or that person, whether it be Robin Williams, whether it be um, you know, uh, uh, Twitch or anybody else that has has gone through this thing, mm-hmm. where there's all these memories of this person, and we get so wrapped up in the moment, but then we move on, like it's like it's like a continuous cycle, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So. How do we move forward from this is a, I believe is a lot of self-reflection. And oftentimes what we do is we look inside that mirror every single day and we see the truth. Mm-hmm. The question is, are we going to take the truth with us once we leave that mirror? Right. So what happens is, is we, we look at the truth and we see exactly what that is because the one person that you can't lie to is yourself. Mm-hmm. But once you leave that mirror, what happens? We take on, on everyone else's truth, you know, that gets put into us and we, we instill that into our mind, into our body, into our spirit. Oh, you're this, you're that, you're this, you're that, blah, blah, blah. And we never really focus on what is the actual truth. Can I, I'm supposed to take this truth of who I am and what I know and know who I, who I'm supposed to be out into the world and be that light, right? In the middle of a dark world, you're supposed to be the light mm-hmm. at the end of the day. But oftentimes, we allow the distractions of the world to um, more convey and, and define who we are instead of looking inside that mirror and remembering who you just saw, right? Mm-hmm. And if we do that, I believe that that is step number one to healing from a mental standpoint mm-hmm. and cutting down on the distractions and being really, really adamant about, hey, I can't have this in my life. So it really comes down to a self-discipline thing as well too. So not only self-reflection, but self-discipline and understanding that, you know, I got to have, I have to live this way. I can't live how everybody else wants me to live. Mm. I got to live the way that, that I know to be true, to live, you know, and some people may not even know what that is. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Some people may not know what that is, but I encourage you to figure that out because the reality is that everyone has a gift to use in this world. And your gift is not for you. Your gift is for you to give. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, I believe that 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 is step number one to that type of healing. Yeah. I hope you guys like, I mean, you've given so many mic drop moments. Like I could feel like so many takeaways like already. And my, obviously this podcast is called amplify you. Right. So let's talk about your foundation and like what Mm -hmm. you're, what you're, what you're intending to do with this. And because I definitely want to get that out there and amplify that a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, since Christian has um, been cancer free, mm. um, my my mission has transformed from from being a professional dancer to um, dancing in a different light, in a different form, but dancing into people's hearts, um, dancing into the into their into their mind, and using my words to have a conversation via dance. Let's mm. dance that way, like we're dancing right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're we're having because dance is a conversation. Yep. For those that don't know, Mm -hmm. dance is a conversation. Dance is something that when you go to um, watch the Rockettes, if you go to to watch the Jabba Walkies, Mm -hmm. there's Mm -hmm. a conversation that's happening without words. Mm -hmm. You know, unfortunately, not everybody can actually move the way that the Rockettes do, or uh, (laughs) exactly, or the Jabba Walkies do, right? So we gotta find a happy medium here. On, on how we can still dance and, and move together. And that's really what my mission is all about. How can I help us move together? And it's about u- un- unifying. You know, CLUTCH is, 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 is an acronym. It's Cultivate Leadership, Unifying, Transformational Change, Humanity. Mm. Right? So when you see Kenny CLUTCH, that's what you remember. Right? We want to cultivate leadership. Right. And we want to unify transformational change for humanity. That's that's really what my mission is all about. How can I do that? I, I do that by sharing my life story, sharing, you know, my son, sharing my family. Um, it was given to me. It's a gift. I believe that all children are a gift. I believe my marriage is is a gift. I think that that is something, you know, truly to behold. Those are the principles that I stand on. And I, I feel that uh, having that, why not share those things? And Hey, listen, sometimes you're going to see some bad things that may happen, but that's a good thing because guess what? Let's keep it real at the end of the day. Just because I show great highlights, I just shared the other day, hey, listen, I need you guys to pray for me because listen, this is what I'm going through at this moment right now. I don't want to be the influencer that shares only good highlights all the time, right? When there's a moment that I'm like, I'm calling on my tribe. Hey, you guys have been rocking with me for a long time. You guys have been, you know, you know, seeing the, the ups, the downs. You see my son in the hospital. You see me at my lowest point. And I pray that you guys see me at my highest point as well, too. I'm not even there yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I, I look at it as an inclusion type of thing. Like, guys, like, hey, listen, this is what my tribe is about. This is what my brand is about. And, you know, my, my, my values are simple faith, family and leadership. That's it. And that's how I operate. My whole goal is to help people increase their quality of life every single day, right? And I do that by telling people this one simple thing. And I'm not sure who's listening, but not sure who needs this. But if you do this right here, right, I promise you, I promise you, I don't make many guarantees, but I guarantee you this. This is a whole coaching tip for anybody that needs it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
if you can increase in one area of your life, right? Mm-hmm. Every single day, or rather, if you increase, just get 1% better every day for the next 100 days, you'll be 100% better than what you were three and a half months ago. So think about that, right? Mm-hmm. 1% better. So oftentimes what we try to do is we try to knock it out of the park, right, Danielle? We, we, try, mm-hmm. we try and hit home runs after mm-hmm. home run after home run. Why? Because it's the easiest thing to do, right, For, uh, in our mind. Right. But the reality is hitting a home run is very hard. Okay, it's much better to hit a single, hit a double, mm-hmm. maybe in a, even a triple, but get the ball in play and allow the rest of your team to help you score. Mm-hmm. Right. Why? Because guess what? A home run is only one one run. But if you get on base and then another guy gets on base and another guy gets on base, hey, somebody just may come along and hit that grand slam. And that's four runs right there. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is that. You know, when we when we just get 1% better every day for the next 100 days in one area of your life, I guarantee that you'll be 100% better than what you were just three and a half months ago. So Super good. solid. So Super good. solid. Ugh. You know? Yep. Yep. But you, but, but here's the thing. Mm. You got to commit to it. Now, now I'm going to hold everybody accountable. It's now you're listening. Mm-hmm. Now you're listening. In, in, my, in my book, I wrote a book called Nobody's Coming to Save You, How to Lead Through a Storm. In one of the chapters in that book, we talk about how effort is not enough, mm. right? Effort, by definition, is a great attempt. Right. It's a great attempt. It means you tried. However, effort plus commitment equals success. Okay, yeah. so you got to put that. You got to be committed. You got to be committed to it. That's like, you know, you you wonder why many marriages fail, like because guess what? There's effort but no commitment. That part. Yep. That's just the reality of it. 50% of marriages fail in, in America because there's effort, but, but there's no commitment. There's, there's effort, but there's, you know, you're, you're, you're thinking about the party. You're thinking about the glitz and glamour. You're thinking about all this other stuff. And then money comes into a play. And, and guess what? You're down in the dumps because guess what? Money is not, not right right now. And, or, or maybe it's um, someone else is looking elsewhere to fulfill a need the reality is and i don't want to turn this into a marriage conference but the (laughs) but the reality is (laughs) the reality is is that we have to understand the needs of a man and a woman and Uh when we when we when we talk about marriage and we talk about those things listen the number one need fellas listen listen to me carefully The, the the number one need for a woman is security point blank period yes and it's not just financially so get over that right right Yes. It is not is not about the money with the women. They need to be secure financially, emotionally, mm-hmm. right? Mentally, physically, they need to be secure. When they're not secure, you're going to hear it. <laughs> you're going right. to hear it. Uh-huh. Right? Now for the ladies on the opposite side, listen, the number one need for a man is not sex, it's actually honor. Mm-hmm. Right? When a man feels dishonored, when a man feels disrespected, women just have this way of taking a man's soul. <laughs> you know, when when things get <laughs> like super crazy. <laughs> So it, it it comes down to when when a man doesn't feel honored, you know, it things get get kind of crazy in the household. But if we can commit to just just to start there, to security and honor, guess what? You you you've got you've got a you've got you've got a force that's 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 unshakable. You've got a force that's unshakable. Let's get that part down first, and let's have commitment and effort collide and put those two things together. And therefore, you're going to have some success. 
oh, I'm just like, oh, I can't, like, I'm just loving this whole conversation. You're just giving, I, mean, I got time. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I, I got, can't. I got time. Yeah. Uh, my, so I always kind of round this out with when you, when you look at your family, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You've accomplished so much, but what's that legacy mm. that you want to leave them? Um, I want them to know that I died empty. Mm. I want them to know that I died. I want not just them. I want the world to know I died empty. I heard um, Denzel Washington say, I never seen a U-Haul behind a hearse. Wow. And I thought that was so good. Mm-hmm. That was so good. Like, I never seen a U-Haul behind a hearse. The reality is that the gifts that we have, we can't take it with us. Yeah. Right? We've got to empty it out every single day. And the fact that I, I, I wake up and I'm grateful, I wake up and I say, okay, God, who am I supposed to impact today? Mm. Right? The reality is, is that yesterday is gone, tomorrow we'll worry about itself, and today is all we got. And if today is all we got, how can I impact today the best way I know how? I'm constantly reminding myself, can he use your gift? Can he use your gift? Over and over and over again. Like the last two weeks have been just that. Like, I, I want to get to this next level. Use your gift. Mm-hmm. I want to be successful at that. Use your gift. Like, I can continuously, you know, uh, say that to myself. So when we talk about legacy, I, I like, I, I watch my children and it kind of like, you know, edifies my spirit a little bit because I'll see them, you know, uh, watching some of my, my programs online mm-hmm. or I'll see them, you know, like, on, on a sneak tip on their tablet or something like that, just kind of studying what dad was talking about. Maybe they're watching a podcast or they're seeing it. And it's just like, wow, like I'm, I'm impacting my kids. Mm. And I only pray that they take what has already, what, what I've already started and they take it to a whole other level, like surpass me, like go beyond. Like I, I, my, 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 my slogan is live beyond measure. How can the sky be the limit if there's footprints on the moon? Right? So we we oftentimes say the sky is the limit, all these cliche terms. But the reality is, is that how can the sky be the limit if there are footprints on the moon? So we can go beyond the sky. We can go beyond, you know, as far as we want. So I want my kids to go beyond me, go beyond what I've, what I've done, surpass me and take it to another level and continue. Because the reality is we're in a relay race and I'm going to pass them the baton at some point. Well, I think you're already, you're definitely already living that legacy. And to, to hear that your kids kind of, you know, watch you do your thing mm-hmm. is pretty impactful in itself. Yeah. And uh, I hope cool. that, I hope that you take that moment to be like, yeah. wow. Like, wow, this, this is. Oh, yeah. And, and speaking of, let me just say this. And speaking of taking a moment, I, mm. I want everybody else to take a moment as well, too. Mm. Because we don't do that. Yes. Like, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so happy that you said that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't do that at all. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't take a moment for ourselves. I teach this one thing in a lot of my, my, my clients, <laughs> if they are listening, um, I, I have this thing called the special five. Mm-hmm. So in the special five, what, what I teach is that I want you to go outside 
in your backyard or your apartment or wherever it is that you live. And I just want you to take five minutes and just sit. Mm. That's it. Sit. Don't put any music on. Put your phone down. Don't answer an email. Sit. And I want you to focus on one thing. Maybe it's the green grass that's in front of you. Maybe it's the cement that's there. Maybe it's the sky. Maybe it's the rain. Whatever it is, I want you to focus on one thing. Maybe it's the trees or the animal that's right, that's jumping around or whatever, just living their best life. The thing is, is that when we focus on that, we, we, we become very appreciative and grateful that we have the opportunity to view it, to see it, and wonder, like, wait a minute, wow, there's a truck that's, that's riding by my house, an 18-wheeler that's riding by my house. We've gone from horse and carriage to 18-wheelers in terms of transportation to get goods to a certain store to help our, our economy and help our, our families and help our entire country move in a, in a certain way so that we can survive. Wow. I'm grateful for that. Mm. The fact that someone came up with, you know, uh, turning oil into tires and how certain machinery actually works and how all these gadgets and gadgets and the technology of a truck Mm. that gets me to where I need to be so that my family can survive in this world. Imagine a world without it. You can't because, you know what I'm saying? It's here. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the green, the grass is green. Like, who came up with that? Like, who came up with the grass is green or the dirt or what's inside the ground? Like, who came up with this? Like, there, there has to be an intellectual mind mm-hmm. that said, this is going to be this color. Everybody's going to recognize this color. And that's what it's going to be worldwide. And everybody recognizes that's green. And it's like, if we start dissecting that stuff, it's like, man, I'm truly grateful to actually be here on this planet right now experiencing this. The reality is, Danielle, is that we are spiritual beings having a human experience, not human beings having a spiritual experience. When we start to recognize that, you start to appreciate life a little bit more. You start to appreciate um, you know, your family a little bit more. You start to appreciate yourself a little bit more. Give yourself some grace and take a moment Everything isn't about uh, working every single day, every single moment, right? A lot of us get up, we get on these phones, you know, I'm guilty of it as well too. And we, we do the most versus just saying, hey, how about I just get up and just be grateful for a second. I'll attack, I'll attack my phone and emails and stuff like that, you know, after I've been up for a good 45 minutes to an hour, get my brain working again, get everything flowing. And just be appreciative of life. So, you know, oftentimes what I do is I'll go into my kid's room. And they won't know that I'm looking at them. You know, I may, you know, pray over their door or something like that. Or, um, you know, over my wife while she's sleeping. I'm always the first one to get up. So I, I, I love doing that. And just having that moment to, to, to be, have the opportunity to do it. Um, and, and, and finally, like, just being able to enjoy those moments and saying, you know what? I'm glad I can sit down. Hmm. Just sit down. Just sit down. Because sometimes uh, you have to for your own mental health, your own well-being. And, it's, it, 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 and, and oftentimes we don't, we don't take care of that well-being 
because we take care of everybody else 10 hours a day before we even serve ourselves. So true. And that's a, and that's a statistic too. That's a known fact. Yeah. You know? So mm-hmm. yeah. And cause it, I'm, I'm so happy that you shared all of this in regards to, you know, um, celebrating those moments and, and being within yourself because you're the first person that's ever said that when I've done mm. these interviews, mm-hmm. I've always been like, Oh, so do you take those moments and look at yourself in the mirror and like celebrate those small wins and those successes and just take that moment. They're like, no, mm. they're like, I want to, I, I want to go for the next thing. I, I, I got, I got these, you know, massive dreams and I got to go for these, the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So I hope that those people and mm-hmm. more are listening mm-hmm. to what you just said, because mm-hmm. It is so true and so mm-hmm. important. Yeah. Because all you're going to do is be going to continuously ride this train mm-hmm. and, and it's just going to run you down. So run you down. Mm, I absolutely yeah. love that. You know, you know, it's interesting, Danielle. Like I've been, I've been on this quote lately that mm. uh, good times create weak people mm. and weak people create bad times. Bad times create strong people and strong people create good times. Mm-hmm. It's a whole cycle, yeah. right? We get into these patterns. There's nothing wrong with wanting something that's next. However, however, I've never seen an NBA team, an NFL team, an NHL team, or an MLB team that has won the World Series, the Stanley Cup, the 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 Super Bowl, or an NBA championship immediately say what's next after they've won the championship. Mm -hmm. They took the moment to enjoy. Mm -hmm. They take the summer to enjoy. And they take a season to enjoy. Sometimes you got to take a season to enjoy this win, this victory. Some people feel like that they are losers, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. because they only made because in their mind they only had a couple of wins. But the reality is, is that if you were to write down every single win that you have in a day inside of a one month, I guarantee that you'll have a, a much bigger winning percentage than you actually think. Yeah. Right? Some of us, if we were really to sit there and attack all the wins that happen throughout the day, a you get an automatic automatic win because you woke up. Yep. <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. a win. Done. Done. Right. Yep. B. You know, God willing, everything's working. You know what I'm saying? So that's another win, right? You can breathe, all these different things. The reality is, is that let me break it down to an even bigger perspective. We have to stop taking life for granted because each person on an average breathes at least 23,000 breaths just in one day. You don't even know it. We take about 23,000 breaths just in one day. Now, Danielle, I want you to do this, right? Check this out. You mm-hmm. take 23,000 by how many days that you've been living. Mm-hmm. And you multiply that number. That's how many blessings that you've been getting in just one area of your life. Wow. We're not talking about you eating. We're not talking about you hearing. We're not talking about you feeling. We're not talking about any of that. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about you being, whatever. Talk, all that. We're just talking about you breathing. So when we start to look at it from that standpoint, we say, wow, like, I should be a little bit more grateful. And let me just embrace this moment because I won. Today, I won. Today is a huge win. Let's, let's celebrate. Tomorrow, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. 
and then we'll move on to the next thing. It's nothing wrong with what's, what's next. Great. I'm glad that you want to go to another level. However, I don't want you to get caught up in what's next that you forget what's now. Just um, let that off. Yeah, you got to let that sink in. (laughs) I mean, I feel like I could, like I said, I feel like I could talk to you for days. But to kind of close it out, because I know the people that are listening are going to want to get get into your DMs, want to connect with you, want to support, you know, the foundation you have. So like share everything that's going on, all your links and all that, because I'm going to put it in the show notes so that they can click on it and do all the things. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, so you guys can uh, can follow me anywhere on Instagram, uh, YouTube. YouTube is Kenneth Allen Thomas. Instagram, uh, Kenny Clutch. Facebook, um, LinkedIn, um, everywhere. You can follow follow me there. I you can also get at me on my website, which is www.kennethallenthomas.com. Um, if you are looking for any type of one on one coaching um, or any of my uh, courses that I have coming out. Um, please, please, please make sure that you guys get that. If, or if you want to bring me out to an event, um, I'd love to come and share, uh, you know, the story and, and help your, your team grow and go to the next level. And, uh, and finally, if you guys, uh, my, my new book, nobody is coming to save you how to lead through a storm is on Amazon right now. So you guys can go ahead and grab it, um, from the Amazon store. Uh, so just look my name up, Kenneth Allen Thomas, and you should be able to see it right there. Um, and yeah, just, that's pretty much it. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. And I like, I, I know specifically for me, I learned so much and I feel like I'm more, even though we're just like, we just literally just met now, I feel like I'm yeah, more yeah. closer to you and I cannot sure. wait to see what's next for you. And yes. I want to congratulate you again for you and your wife and your new addition that's coming and just health, healthy, safe delivery for mama. Yes. And, um, I just can't wait to continue this this relationship. We're, we're starting. Yes, for sure. Same, so same. I, same I appreciate here. it so much. So guys, if you love this episode, please share on your socials. We'll show you back some love. But Kenny, I love you. And thank you, thank you, thank love you. Love you too. Thank you, Danielle. I appreciate you. Guys, I'm super excited to announce that I just launched an online clothing boutique called Bella Mel Boutique in honor of my sister who passed away from cancer. The clothing in there right now is incredible. The wholesalers that I'm that I'm going to have in there, I'm being very strategic. Um, they're going to be very special, near and dear to my heart as well. So please check out the website, bellamelboutique.com and check the Instagram page, Bellamel Boutique. And I can't wait for you guys to see it.